Welcome to the Redefine Your Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Rose. I'm excited to dig into what health truly is. I decided to start this podcast because I saw a gap. A gap in what you're being told on the day-to-day about what living a healthy life looks like compared to what it actually is. As I went on my own journey to heal my body, I was blown away by how much misinformation is out there. I am here to help you learn and grow into being your healthiest self. Come join me as we redefine your wellness. Hey guys, I'm so glad that you are here today. I wanted to kick off my very first podcast, kind of telling everyone what started this, why we're here, the whole meaning behind the podcast. So I want to tell my story to you guys. And so you really got the in-depth of my passion, of the meaning of sharing. So my story starts at the beginning. (laughs) Honestly, kind of back to where I remember. Where I remember was I was kind of the sick kid. I remember I was the one that was always coming down with the things. I I struggled with asthma and allergies. I would get migraines all the time when I was in like middle school. And I had kind of, even at a very young age, found a massive passion for health, wellness, fitness, all of that. I've been an athlete as far back, like my entire life, I've been an athlete. I loved when I was really young, I loved to swim and I got started in swimming. I've always had this huge passion for running. I remember being really small and being put in these (laughs) hilarious, I was all into it, races where they would no joke just line us up, just a ton of little like five-year-olds up on the line and say, go. And we would run as far as we could, as fast as we could it was probably like 20 meters. And at the end, they would give us ribbons and they just handed the ribbons out. And it was, of course, the first, second, third, fourth, all of the places, but it didn't matter what place you came in. They just handed the ribbons out. So you might've gotten first and you got an eighth place ribbon. (laughs) No, but I was so into these races. So running is something that I have done and been very passionate about my whole life. Um, And that's kind of part, a big part of my story, but I just loved sports and I loved thinking about like eating healthy and fueling my body properly and being the healthiest version of me. So I could be the best athlete. So I could feel good. I got that. If you eat healthy, you feel better. And I always prioritize sleep. Like, okay, I got to make sure that I get my eight hours of sleep. Those were all really big things to me. So when I was dealing with these very, this not necessarily health issues, but you know, these health things where I'm like, why am I always feeling like, why are these things here? When I'm focusing on being healthier, this just doesn't add up. This doesn't entirely make sense to me. Um, and then I, when I hit puberty, that fun time that we all love so much, I started breaking out in cystic acne. And when I say cystic acne, I know people are like, oh, I have cystic acne and they have like a slightly raised pimple. They hurt. Yeah. But if it's just a slightly raised pimple, I'm like, that's not cystic acne. You don't know cystic acne until your eye has almost swollen shut. That's cystic acne to me. That is what I had. I have had so many different like breakouts where multiple times my eyes have almost swollen shut. Um, I've been asked if I went into the dentist and got dental work done because I was like, it looked like I was numb on my, like my face. It was, you guys, it's been very, very, very embarrassing. Um, 
And so my mom took me to the dermatologist and the dermatologist does what the dermatologist does. They gave me an antibiotic and they just said, here, take this. It'll make your cystocne go away. Well, guess what? It helped my cystocne. That was awesome. But I just kept taking an antibiotic all the time because, well, they gave me a band-aid for my cystocne. They didn't think of like, why do you have cystocne? Why are you breaking out like this? It was just, here you go. This will take care of it. And so that is like really the beginning of my story. And I didn't have the slightest idea of what all of that was going to turn into until a few years ago, really. So that lovely situation ended up causing me to develop an autoimmune digestion disorder that I was diagnosed when I was 15 years old. So at 15, I started experiencing some very, very scary bowel movements for really anyone, but especially a 15-year-old. And it just so happens that a really close family friend of ours had been diagnosed with colon cancer just prior to me experiencing said symptoms. So here I am in my head just thinking, I have cancer. So when I went through a colonoscopy at 15, that was fun, you guys. (laughs) Really embarrassing. Um, They came back and told me that about my autoimmune. And all I heard was, in my head, all I heard was, you don't have cancer. And so I didn't quite understand. I was so young. I didn't get all of it. They gave me a medication. They said, you know, there might be something in your diet triggering it or your lifestyle. They literally told me like, it could be the fabric softener that you're using that's causing you this trigger. So go figure out what that is. I was like, really? Well, I actually kind of pinpointed nuts, peanuts specifically, um, to some of my flare symptoms too. So I took nuts out of my diet took this medication, all seemed to get better. All seemed well, well, hmm, not so, and it did until it didn't. Um, but there's just, it just continued. The health things just continued. I was struggling with really bad insomnia. Doctor put me on Benadryl so I could fall asleep every night. You guys, I probably took that Benadryl for 20 years. Um, the antibiotic I mentioned that caused this autoimmune disorder that we didn't realize also took that for about 20 years almost 20 years, not quite. Um, so I get to college and I just didn't feel good. My first semester, like kicking off of college, I ended up with some kind of viral infection where I was down for the count, super sick for at least a month. Um, and this is also in the midst, I, I told you I was, I love running. I went to college as a an athlete. I ran, I was a competitive, I was a collegiate athlete and like that viral infection. Oh my gosh. I remember one of the races when I was really sick with that. I raced. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. My coach is riding up behind me on his little gator, like run faster. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pass out. I feel so horrible. And my time was awful. Everything about that race was awful. And a couple of years, I believe it was like my junior year, I actually decided not to compete. Well, not to compete. I still practiced with the team. I didn't race that year because I just felt like something was off in my body and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I told my coach, like, I don't want to compete. I don't want to use this year of eligibility because I need to figure out what's going on with my body. 
I didn't figure it out, <laughs> but I started to feel better. And I came back and I had, um, a decent track season, but then my senior year of college, I got really sick. I got like some kind of flu bug that took me out for a week and I just could not bounce back after that. I would go to practice and I would run as hard as I possibly could. And I felt like my heart was going to beat out of my chest. It was just thudding. I couldn't catch my breath. I was having a horrific asthmatic flare and I didn't know what to do. I was like, I just need to get over this illness that I had. And I just can't, and I can't, and I can't. Um, I ended up, it was a few weeks. I don't remember exactly the dates, but a few weeks after um, getting sick with this flu bug or whatever it was, I actually landed myself in the ER with a lovely case of gastroenteritis. And if you don't know what gastroenteritis is, I hope you never experience it. Um, it's inflammation of the stomach and the intestines. And I went from being the skinny mini collegiate athlete, collegiate runner, distance runner, to looking six months pregnant overnight. And I've had children, so I can say this with confidence. I was basically having labor pains. I was having severe cramping and it was horrific. I was clinging to the bed, about to scream. I was in so much pain. And so lovely dose of morphine, thankfully that took care of that. Um, but that was really between my little flu bug that I had and then this ER stint that I had, that was really the big kickoff to a, a really long struggle. Um, I had about nine months from that point where I was very, very sick. My doctor actually pulled me from competing anymore because she was concerned I was going to have a heart attack from how bad my asthma situation was. I was getting winded walking down the street, just walking a couple blocks. I was winded and this was coming off. I actually just prior to getting this flu bug or whatever I had, I was running PRs. I was in the best shape of my life. I was doing incredible. And then I was down for the count. Um, about nine months of being really sick with that, I ended up coming out of it, finding out that I had a gluten intolerance. So took that out of my life and I thought I'm going to get all better. That was what was causing all of my health issues. I'm going to be all better. I really started diving into gluten. I'm like, that is it. That was not it. It helped a hundred percent, but I didn't get a hundred percent back. Like I didn't fully heal. I was still struggling with various different digestion issues. I was still struggling with skin issues. I was still struggling with sleep issues and energy issues and mood issues. And it just kind of kept getting worse. And, um, when I had our, I, I got married, got pregnant um, with our oldest. And, um, that was a bit of a hard pregnancy. My first trimester, especially was, it was very hard getting off the couch. I joked that my workout, um, especially my first trimester was getting out of bed and going to the couch and getting off the couch and going to bed. Um, uh, it, it, the whole pregnancy wasn't terrible, but it was definitely a hard switch in my life going from being an athlete to being a pregnant down for the count, not feeling well. Um, and then we had our perfect little baby and, 
my dream of being a mom was finally fulfilled. I had always dreamt of being a mom and always knew that I was going to be a mom and a mom to a girl. And I, we had our baby girl and unfortunately started sitting there looking around at my life thinking, I feel like I'm almost living a nightmare. I was so sick and not living the dream that I thought I knew being a mom was going to be hard. This was a whole different level of hard. I couldn't get off the couch most. This was like a repeat of that first trimester. We spent the day sitting on the couch watching TV because I could not mentally, physically, emotionally do anything but stare at a TV and feed my baby all day. That was all I could handle. And I, I call it my rock bottom because I truly feel like that was my rock bottom. I wasn't dealing with postpartum depression. I don't feel like it was that. I just didn't feel happy. I was so exhausted and not sleeping between my horrific insomnia and having a baby that didn't like to sleep. I was barely getting a couple of hours of sleep at night. I realized that my milk supply was almost non-existent and that tore me up inside. Nobody told me that it was pretty common to have a low milk supply. Um, and I had decided to make the sacrifice for my baby to breastfeed her, to give her the best, because I knew with my history of health struggles, the best thing for her to not end up with living the health struggles that I had lived, because that is one of my biggest fears is for my kids to walk this health walk that I have walked was to breastfeed her. And I had committed to at least six months of that. And after three months, we were supplementing and we had to supplement a lot. And I felt like I not only was failing my baby, I was failing as being a mom, but I felt like my body was failing me. I also, with my digestion issues, I lived pretty much with a heating pad on my stomach. I was always in pain. I remember one day sitting with a bowl of cereal, crying because I knew that I needed to eat. But I knew eating would lead to me being in more pain. And I was already in such pain that I couldn't imagine being in more pain. The cereal seemed like the best option for me. And that was just part of my life. Like always like now what? Now what? I was always getting sick. I was always feeling run down. I, and I didn't know, like, I do all the things. I work out. I drink my water. I eat healthy. I take supplements. Like, what else am I, what am I not doing? And what I didn't touch base on is the fact that I um, actually went to school and studied exercise science. I Like I told you at the beginning of this, I, I've always been obsessed with the human body, with being healthy, with nutrition, with movement, fitness. And so when I, I walked into college and I declared my major and my minor the very first day, because I knew what I was passionate about. I've always been passionate about it. And I didn't know exactly where that was going to take me in life with a career, but I knew that that was the field that I wanted to be in. So when I graduated from college, I became, um, I got certified as an exercise physiologist. I worked as a personal trainer for 10 years. I started my own business. I got, I became a nutrition coach. I 
not only was knowledgeable in it, but I was, I was living it. I was knowledgeable in it, but at the same time, I felt like the biggest fraud because I didn't feel it on the outside. I looked at everyone thought that I was the picture of health and wellness. And on the inside, I was, I felt like I was dying. And I was honestly, I, I would cry at night, pray to God to send me answers to heal my body. And I've always thought there is a reason for why I feel like this. There is a reason that I'm always sick. There is a reason I'm having these struggles. And I've just like, God, send me answers. Show me the way. Lead me down the path that will help me to the answers and to that healing. And one day I started learning, I heard about gut health and I started researching gut health. And as I was doing so, I started, it was very similar to when I got diagnosed um, with my gluten intolerance was like, this is it. So yes, the gluten intolerance was there, but there was additional underlying things that just removing the gluten wasn't going to take care of. And Yes, I was supplementing, but I wasn't supplementing with the right things. Yes, I was eating healthy, but I wasn't eating the right things. And so I just dove down this path of like, how do I heal my gut? And that was one of the biggest things for me, like learning about gut health, how to heal my body was def- were like answers to my prayers. Um, and that's kind of with, you know, talking about how I was diagnosed with my autoimmune disorder, um, that was caused from these antibiotics. That is a huge part of it. Um, I very much believe in the fact that the medical system is not about health. The medical system is about band-aids and there is so much behind like medical gaslighting. I can't tell you how many times I went to the doctor and they would run tests and the tests would all come back perfect. Everything's good. Everything's in the right range. Yet I did not feel well. And they they didn't have an answer for why I didn't feel well. They would just give me a medication to cover up one of my symptoms. They, they didn't know what was wrong with me, but they would give me a medication anyways. This is your symptoms. Here's a med. Or they'd just be like, mm, there's nothing wrong with you. It's in your head. What do you want us to do? And with going on this journey of learning about gut health and the fact that my autoimmune was really, truly caused from the overuse of an antibiotic and what that, the long-term effects of that, the, the fact that like an autoimmune disorder is something you have forever, according to the medical system. I truly believe that you can heal really from anything, but this has been a very long road, a really long, hard road dealing with my health struggles because I truly feel like I have been failed by the medical system. And I feel like God, it wasn't a punishment. There was a long time. Most of my life, I have spent being very angry about my autoimmune disorder and wondering why I've had this road. And I have learned on this journey to not only accept it, but be thankful for it because my struggles with my health are what have led me on this road to helping other people heal their bodies. Me 
healing my body has created a huge passion inside of me to help others heal their body and to bring out light that there is so much misinformation out there about what health truly is, what healthy, what foods are actually healthy. If you turn on the TV, the radio, listen to a podcast, it is full of ads about foods, medications, vaccines, all things that are not good for your body. They are not about healing your body. They are not about being healthy. And so my mission here is to teach you how to be healthy, how to heal your body. We all have some way that we need to heal. You might not realize it, but there is something, there's an underlying thing. It hasn't come out yet that can heal. There is always a way to improve your health. And that is what I am going to be sharing. I'm going to be very openly sharing about my journey, about what I have learned, about how I have healed my body, about how to actually eat healthy and to get to the root of what's going on. And for you to also learn how to have the strength to stand up for your health, for yourself, for your family, because that is something too that I didn't have for a really long time, the strength to be able to say, no, this is what's going on. I demand answers. You need to do this. I didn't speak up for myself well enough. I, I even struggled with my oldest being speaking up for her during a few different things that we went through with her. So in sharing my story and sharing my struggles, I hope that you see hope maybe for what you're going through or for what a loved one's going through. And I really invite you to tune in, subscribe and share as this podcast continues to come to life, because I know that it could save a life. I truly feel like learning these things has saved my life and sharing them along the way has saved others' lives. And I'm just ready to take this to a, a to, to another level, to a different platform, to share more, to help more people, because that is one of my greatest passions. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you.